what I'm about to tell you will make more of an impact in your comedy career than probably anything else I tell you on this channel. So please watch the whole thing and try it out. Human beings' biggest fear is not the fear of public speaking. It's the fear of the unknown. Our subconscious minds want to keep us in homeostasis, meaning exactly as things are. Because even if it's horrible for you right now, your mind knows how to deal with horrible. That's why people win the lottery and they lose all the money in a year. Or they lose a bunch of weight, they gain it all back within a year. Because their mind is programmed to deal with a certain level of comfort, your comfort zone. That's why we don't like taking risks. In addition to being a stand-up comic and TV and film writer, I'm also a certified hypnotherapist. So I know this works through practice and also through theory. In 2002, I had really bad writer's block. I could write for any other project except for my own. I would always get to page 48 on my screenplays and then I'd just freeze, I'd start a new one. I'd sleep all day to avoid it. I didn't know how to push through that. I got desperate enough and I went and saw a hypnotherapist, hoping that it would work. So I go see this hypnotherapist, it's like $500 for a few sessions and the woman asked me, well, what do you want? I said, I wanna get up at 6.30 every morning and write five pages of my screenplay until I'm done. She said, okay. Anything else? That's pretty easy. I'm like, what? I wasn't writing anything. She does the hypnosis. She makes me a recording. And she says, listen to this every night before you go to bed for 30 days. I woke up the next morning. By 6.30, I was sitting in my chair and I was writing five pages. And I did it every day until I was done. And my mind was blown. And I'm like, how does this work? Is it witchcraft? Is it magic? No, it's just a reprogramming of your mind. Fast forward to 2008. I had just sold a movie to Tim Allen and Disney that they're never going to make. But I got paid a lot of money. I took the year off from TV writing. And I went and got certified as a hypnotherapist. It wasn't a weekend thing or something I did over the internet. It's the first certified college by the um, education department or something like that. I got a federal student loan. You remember Mrs. Brady, Florence Henderson? She got certified there as a hypnotherapist. She married the guy who started the college. In fact, during that time, uh, she was on Dancing with the Stars, and my teachers would go and hypnotize her before she performed every, every episode. It was pretty amazing that this was happening at the time. I learned so much at that college, and I apply it to different aspects of my life, not realizing I had already done one of the techniques to help myself with comedy. Now, I don't remember if this is something another comic told me to do or something I just came up with on my own, but here's the secret. Here's the, here's the trick. Every time I was performing at a different club or a new venue, I would get there super early before the audience got there. I would check with the club to make sure it was okay, and then I would go on stage and perform my act in front of the empty chairs. I would visualize, picture, or imagine that I was killing. I would see the audience in their seats in my mind's eye, and I would smile, and I would perform, and I would run through everything. I would do it two or three times if possible. What that did is take away that unknown. I created something in my mind that was real to me 
Because our minds can't tell the difference between something that's real and something that's vividly imagined. It's like when you have a dream, you wake up, you think it's really going on or something that really happened. You can do that in your day-to-day life. So that's what I did. I took away that fear of the unknown by having the show before anyone got there. And if I messed up, I would uh, start over and I would make little tweaks so that it would work better in my mind and what I was visualizing. It always worked. The best shows at these clubs were usually the very first show that I did. Say I was there for a Tuesday through Sunday night. That Tuesday night was killer because I was fresh off of doing my act in my mind. I locked it in. I, I took all the sensory information, what, what it looked like, uh, what it felt like, the smell in the air. Um, I could hear the audience laughing in my, in my mind. It, it was amazing. So I was already going into a place that felt like home field advantage. There's been a bunch of studies on this. Athletes use it all the time. Golfers, they have hip, hypnotherapists work with them. Um, basketball players. There's a famous study that I'm going to read to you because I don't, uh, I don't know how to do the stuff on the screen right now. <laughs> I don't know technology as well. Um, but it's from a book called Psycho Cybernetics, and it's kind of a weird title, kind of new age and hippie. This stuff isn't new age or hippie. It's not like astrology or crystals. It actually is how your mind works. A study conducted by Dr. Biasco at the University of Chicago was done where he split people into three groups and tested each group on how many free throws they could make. After this, he had the first group practice free throws every day for an hour. Hmm? The second group visualized themselves making free throws. They never touched the ball. They would just sit there and see it in their mind. And if something, if the ball went off the rim or didn't make it in, they'd make the adjustment in their mind and then sink the free throw. And then there was the third group, that's the control group, that didn't do any practicing physically or mentally. They were just there for the 30 minutes or whatever. After 30 days, he tested them again. The first group improved their free throws by 24%. The second group, where all they did was think about it, visualize it, they improved by 23%. They didn't even touch the ball. That's how powerful your mind is. So think about if you're able to practice in real life and practice in your mind. It's like you're getting an extra boost. You can do this at home. And the third group, they didn't improve or decline at all because they didn't do anything. They just stayed the same. What I want you to focus on is experiencing the entire set as if you're killing before anybody gets to the show. Bring in all the senses. Make it as real as you possibly can. The sights, the sounds, the feelings. You're going to, to feel what it's like to have that mic. When you first get onto a stage and it's a brand new venue for you, the light could be brighter than you expect. The, the sound could be louder or softer. There's a lot of variables that you're not used to. Get yourself used to them. 
get into that club early. This applies for an open mic, if possible. Again, you have to check with the people running it. Um, but definitely clubs. If you tell a club, hey, I want to go in and, and rehearse or do a sound check beforehand, of course they're going to let you do it. They want the show to be great. I'm going to have a lot more of these psychological hacks because they really make the difference in from going to a good comic to a great comic. There's a lot of things that people do that they don't think of it in that regard. But once you know the secrets to this, it can really just kind of give you a turbo boost. I hope you try this, and I hope you find this channel again.